Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. Radio listeners, do not attempt to adjust your dial. Huh? This is the Doc G Show, and it is Tuesday. Oh. Not a Wednesday. Try to follow me on this one. We changed the time. Our normal time, 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Our special time this week because of our spectacular guest, 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Do you see the difference there? Hmm. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Doc G, with me. As always, Mr. Dave Burleyman Berlin. It's going up on a Tuesday, Doc. That's right. And Justin, the Virgin Bat Evangelista. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good, man. Good. Good. Guys, sweet Lord, do we have a good show today. What? It is amazing, our show. Yes! We arguably have the most talented, famous rock guitarist of the past 50 years Woo! on our show. Ooh, buddy. Phil Collin of Def Leppard and Delta Deep on the show today. I may pee my pants with excitement. Ew. I will record that. What? Okay, good. I'll change you. Good. Thank you. Try to try to keep me grounded. Try to keep me grounded. That's good. Before we start this amazing show, I want to talk about the amazing show uh, me and Dave, Mr. Burley Man, went to this past weekend. Yeah. That's right. Supporting our boy. For, for our listeners out there wondering, yes... The Virgin Bat was invited, and he declined our invitation. Oh! That's all right. He's had work things Sorry, to do. guys. I wish I came, Dalton. It's okay. Listeners, we were... If you're listening, Dalton. Yeah, of course he's listening. Of that's, course. That's, that's a fact. Anywho, me and Dave went to see a fantastic band that's been on the Doc G Show, Lonely Highway. That's right. Yes, Lonely Highway. Say what? They played all their fantastic hits. Beach Chair, Breaking Bad, Drinking Myself Sober. Good tunes. Yes! Anywho, uh, we saw Lonely Highway at Mavericks. Mavericks in uh, Jacksonville. Dave, I want to mention, I noticed uh, the next day, uh -huh. I took my wristband off. I don't know if you noticed this. We had VIP wristbands. Oh my God! We could have been hobnobbing with the show's elite. Woo. We had, and we missed our chance. We were losers. We could have been hanging out with the hotties. Exactly, and we missed it. We missed it. I blame you. I blame myself. Girl, come on. Uh, Mavericks, though, for the listeners out there that aren't in the Jacksonville area, it's somewhat. Some would say a rock, a rock and honky tonk. Hmm. That's what I would call it, a rock yeah. and honky tonk. Yeah, accurate. Um, so there were three musical acts playing, and they each had like an hour set. Of course, Lonely Highway it was in the middle. Um, they they were not the closing act; they were the middle act. Uh, but in between each act, they had some dancing. Work. Oh yeah. Yeah, because because uh, it's yeah. a real country western bar. Yeah. They actually had line dancing. Ooh. Yeah, on Fridays it's a country night there. Dave and they do the line nice. dancing teaching. Yeah. Oh, and, sick. and Dave, it's not an exaggeration to say that I at times felt like I was in a scene of Footloose meets Urban Cowboy. That's a fact. I really felt like those movies came together and that's what me and you were stuck in the middle of. Yeah, but what we were watching was a lot more 
more uncomfortable. Yeah, than yeah. yeah. So me and Dave realized, we came to realize that when it's fun to do that in a movie, there's a big difference between those movies and what me and Dave experienced. Whatever, dude. In movies, the spontaneous dance erupts. And and magically everyone knows the dance steps. And they're on and cue. They and do it in time. It. And they look sexy. Yes. And they look great. What we saw no. What was it? No. There were people going the wrong way. People jumping th- jumping when they were supposed to be spinning. Random guys just walking through the line, going to the bathroom, Dang. like, get out of my way, morons. Here I come. Excuse me. Excuse me. We didn't get quite the same feel. As those movies. Nope. But I'll, I'll tell you something else that I noticed through this series of line dancing. And that is, alcohol is a magical elixir. So true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because me and Dave... Reaching the choir right here. We, <laughs> we noticed two girls that they had been pounding the sauce pretty hard. Oh, nice. They'd, they'd been going at it pretty hard. Pounding and they, the sauce. they kept trying to get this line dance thing down. Yeah! Like, I mean, a normal sober person would have tried it once mm-hmm. and been like, oh, what? Oh, no, not my no, thing. That, yeah, okay, okay we're going to watch from we're gonna watch from the side. <laughs> Th- that was us, but we didn't yeah, Exactly, we didn't even part. start. We said, you know what, not our thing. Yeah. We're going to make fun of everybody else <laughs> doing it. What? Uh, these girls kept going out there. That's right. They were like Rocky and Rocky won. I was like, stay down, Rock, stay down. And they were like, nope. I'm going to keep going. We're going to keep trying this out. Apollo was killing them, and they kept getting up. They were just like, you know what? They enjoyed Let's dance through it. Not being on rhythm, going the wrong way, just dancing with each other in the middle of the line. It was all yeah, going on. weird dances that yeah. they were doing with each other. They did not no. mix. Didn't really work. They were like hitting the... Nene and yeah. the, the oh, Quan and all that. And, That's cringy. And all Very the while, cringy. in their mind, the power of booze was telling them, like, yeah. Liquid yeah. courage, You're baby. killing it right now. You're the dopest dancers out here. That's a fact. Keep it going. Look there at all these guys baby. looking at you. And at the same time, everybody else on the dance floor that was around them was like, oh, Jesus. Here comes Face and McGee here to ruin our line dancing experience again. What kind of things? Yeah, line dancing—it's a dangerous activity, gentlemen. Yeah, we we had to stay clear of that. All in all, shout out to Lonely Highway though for a fantastic set. Yeah, they killed it. Hopefully, they can get to a level where they can experience their set without line dancing. Let's hope so, man. Although I will be honest, they they played an awesome show, but they've got some stiff competition tonight because we've got a phenomenal show. Are you guys ready to fire up the show? Fire that shiz up. What? All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Let's go. All right, guys, as I said before, we have some Phil Collins, lead guitarist of Def Leppard and Delta Deep. Say what? We're going to be talking about his blues. We're going to be talking about him on the G3 uh, tour, which he will be in Jacksonville with Joe Satriani tomorrow night. Very exciting. Can't wait. Are you ready for the first birthday suit? Let's do it, man. Here we go. Ooh, let's do it. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Born on January 30th, 1951 in Chiswick, England. Chiswick. Our birthday suit uh, wearer was always a fan of music and acting. His parents got him a toy drum set at the age of five. Also at the age of five, he entered the famous Butlins Talent Contest in England. 
during that contest, he decided to sing Davy Crockett. He stopped the Butlins Orchestra halfway through the performance to tell them they were in the wrong key. Wow. At the age of five. The power. What a ballsy five-year-old. That's impressive. He joined a rock group called Genesis as the drummer in 1970. In 78, he started doing solo songs by himself. He had multiple hits. Easy Lover, Susudio, Another Day in Paradise, I Wish It Would Rain, You'll Be In My Heart, and In The Air Tonight. Name that birthday suit where? Dude, just add an S to our guest today. Right? (laughs) Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Dang, that's crazy how his exactly birthday, you planned that. I well, I saw it and I was like, I gotta use him. Oh, man. Yeah, Ooh. Phil, Phil Collins. That's awesome. Man. Not Phil Collins. Nope. With an E, but Phil Collins with an I and an S at the end. That's right. The drummer from England, not the guitarist. It is his birthday today, January thirtieth. Yes. I feel like that's the real reason why we changed the show to Tuesday. Yeah. I think Just so. For that. that might be. No, it was. I, I had I feel like he's had too many questions about that, so I'm not gonna ask him about that yeah, today. Don't do that, dude. I don't want to. Seriously. But I mean, nope. He has his own legacy. It's still close, yeah. you know. It's very close. It's got to get annoying for him. For him both, you know. Yeah. Anywho, are you guys ready to rip some headlines? Man, I want to rip it. Nice. And now the news. I got to start off again with CNN giving me weird headlines. Hmm. I just got to start yeah. with it. This is what I got on my phone the other day. I looked down at my phone, and this is what I saw. He was once an ordinary guy who liked crepes, weightlifting, and drinking with his friends. Then he tried to contact ISIS. Ooh, cliffhanger. I'm definitely clicking that link. Wait, what? (laughs) I like crepes. CNN. Crepes and ISIS go well together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so this is the thing I got to (laughs) say. CNN isn't painting a picture of an ordinary guy with this. Like, is that the order of things he likes? The thing he likes the most in life is crepes. With friends. If you set up by, if you're set up with a friend, uh, with a a significant other by a friend, and they're trying to tell you about how great this person is, and they're like, "Uh, "What does he like to do?" and they're like, "Um, "Well, he really likes crepes." Word. Oh, and weightlifting. You're gonna go ahead and mark that person down as a whack job. That's pretty straight off. In fact, I'd probably go ahead and check that person up for calling ISIS if somebody was like, their two favorite things, crepes and weightlifting. Jeez. They're probably protein crepes. You gotta read the signs, people. Greek pastries and weightlifting. That's what I'm really into. That's weird. Read the signs. That's weird. That's, you're not, I just, I, come on. There needs to be more there, CNN. Exactly. We have terrorists among He them. likes hanging out with friends. And then they put drinking with friends. Not just hanging out. No. He can't hang drinking out with, with his, his friends no, without no, drinking. Just drinking. Yeah. This is, uh, come on, CNN. Work on your headlines, guys. Then he tried to contact we all, ISIS. We all know I'm good at writing headlines. Yeah, they, they should get me to, to craft these headlines. Exactly. Anyways, guys, Justin... What have we not done on this show in a while? Uh, I don't know. I feel like we haven't uh, talked about a record. That's right. We oh, haven't guys. done records. Thank God. But we do records. Girl, come on. And there's one reason we do records. It's because they're exciting and they're pointless. This record is from Virginia. Russell Casava. Okay. Russell Casava achieved a Guinness Book of World Records record last week. You want to know what it was? 
Well, I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to. Exactly. <laughs> Walking the furthest distance with bare feet on Legos. Holy oh. Cause that's a hurt. That hurts, man. That why would does. You, why, why would you do that to yourself? Well, that's a, that's a pretty impressive. I'll get right? to the reason why he did it here in a second. But Russell went 120 feet on all loose Legos. <laughs> now I I say that's got to be painful, but I'm pretty confident I could I could break that record. Yes! I was just thinking that. I, if you put your mind to it, I don't I don't want to buy that many Legos to walk over, so I'm not gonna try to break it. Maybe if Legos can supply us with the Legos, I'll do it. Hmm. But uh, I think I could break it. But it turns out old Russ, he was doing it for a good cause. A real good cause, actually. Russ was doing it for uh, Fairy Bricks. Sweet. What? What is that? It's a British charity that provides Legos to hospitalized children. Fairy uh, Bricks. They, they bring, that is a good cause. They bring the children who are stuck in the hospital sets of Legos to work on. Man, I love Legos. Yeah. I was That's about awesome, to say, man. I'm a big fan. Now, this is interesting. This is... Uh, aside from Russ, God, and, I could feel this picture, man. and and all of his glory as far as breaking and walking on those Legos. Back in November, Fairy Bricks made headlines when their vans were broken into while they were delivering Legos. Someone oh. stole two thousand Lego sets. Oh, a holes, man! From that guy the children. Go wow! Wow! Stealing Legos from hospitalized children—that's like right up there with kicking out canes from old people mm-hmm. and kicking puppies. Yep. On the list of things uh, for everyone to hate you, that's at a right pretty pretty top of the list. There, that's that's rough. But luckily. Russ was raising money for them, walking on like Legos for them. Woohoo! Yeah, on his uh, left foot. Yep, four toes. A little weird. Listeners can't see the pictures, guys. Oh, Come on now. Sorry, Dude, come on this now. Picture it hurts. was really getting me. I feel I can feel the pain. He it, lost one of his toes due to painful Lego. walking on Legos. They got it. Lego. All right, Dave, Justin, little local news. Yeah. Now, Ooh. did either of you guys get to uh, get the privilege of going to Duval County Schools in elementary? Yep. No, I was actually living in Fort Lauderdale. I, I thought so, but Dave got it. Good old Fort Carolina Elementary. Say what? Indians. Now, now, Dave, did you uh, did you experience any elementary school dances? Hmm. Yeah, we had the um, the Valentine's Day dance and the end of the year. Um, you know, graduate. Nice. Great dance. Now, I don't know. Justin, did you ever have any uh, elementary school dances? Not that I can recall. Yeah, that. neither did I. Uh, I didn't know those existed, but I'm glad to hear they do. Um, Only in Duval. But they're very awkward. Yeah, well, no doubt. Sweet. No doubt. Uh, this past week in Pickett Elementary, mm-hmm. uh, they received several complaints about their uh, elementary school dance. Because apparently the DJ was pumping some Gucci Gang oh, by Lil nice. Pump. Wait, what? Uh, and apparently Gucci, the kids, Gucci, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci the gang. kids were cool with it, but apparently the parents not so cool with it. Girl, come on! A mother of one of the students said, "I seen it on Facebook, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I don't do drugs." And I don't want my daughter nowhere near them, hmm. even knowing the word cocaine. Okay. Um, Feels like a very Duval thing to happen. I'm going to be honest. Come on. Just uh, getting this angry over a little cocaine lyrics. They're going to hear it from somewhere. It better be their teachers. Why not their teachers? 
Come on. A little teachers doing a little blow before. Come on. Well, not doing it. Just letting them know it's out there. Little showing Pump it, talks about it. it. To them. He's got weird hair. It's raw. What? Just Gucci Gang lyrics, and now uh, the uh, the volunteer DJ he won't be rehired, and I'm, the principal is the addressing volunteer. it. I'm, I'm glad to hear that they are doing like. Like, the kids weren't doing anything bad. No, you no, know? it wasn't the kids' That's what fault. I was worried. Thank God. It wasn't like, the kids' that new, fault. That new generation's a little scary. Whatever, the, dude. Hey, they're getting it in line, all right? They're getting... Justin, this just in. Jeez. What's up? Budweiser is no longer in the top three beers bought in America. That's right. What? Where are the top three? Any guess, guesses on the top three? Bud Light. Bud Light is correct. That's Coors number one. Light. That's number two. Michelob Ultra. Miller Lite. Miller Lite is number three. Those are our three top beers in America nice. now. Okay. We're watching our figure as we drink. Budweiser is in fourth. <laughs> Let's be honest. Horse urine still tastes better than all four of them. It's just because it doesn't have any alcohol is the reason it's not on Ooh. the list. Debatable. Wait, but I'm what? telling you, when Horse P. Light makes it to the market, it's going to rock it up right up to the top. HP Light. That's so tasty. Now, guys. I know we discussed whether or not ribs were a good option to put in your pants. Mm, but how about pants. live fish? Ooh. Yeah. Our brosif Cruz no. Garcia tried to steal some live fish from a pet store last Gosh. week. Put it in his pants? Yeah. Like, did he put the... Yeah, just put the live fish right down there in the pants. Yeah, Clearwater, Florida. That's right, another Seems Florida. Like a good place to uh, put fish. Cruz Garcia and his accomplice, Crystal Dixon, walked into Pet Safari so Store. And uh, Crystal, she was the diversion for Garcia, who was the fish snatcher. Sweet. Uh, the lady, uh, Crystal, walked up to the uh, clerk and tried to keep her o occupied. Just gave her a bunch of questions, random questions, while Dixon went over... Got the fish. Really? Uh, meanwhile, uh, the uh, clerk totally knew what they were doing. <laughs> and uh, she uh, he walks back, and all he says is, oh, that's a really cool fish you got there, and then runs out of the store. Um, the clerk called the police, noticed that there, of course, was drops coming from the fish tank as far as where he'd stolen the fish yeah. and put them in his pants. Mm. Police said they think it's the first call ever where somebody stuffed live fish down their pants. Sweet. And flees the scene. Was it like little goldfish? Hmm. Uh, well, the total uh, yeah, the, the total petty theft amount was under twenty dollars. So it wasn't like they were but stealing. Goldfish are real. pretty cheap. Though. Oh, goldfish are like fifty cents. Yeah. But they still didn't go for like the super expensive tropical fish yeah. that are like you know fifteen bucks a fish. Yeah, exactly. So. Cruz, think about it before you stuff some live fish down your pants. Just saying. That's a little weird. Real Man, quick, why would you... VB, Yo. I know you're not the type of person that does illegal drugs. Nope. Okay. But if you were. Okay. <laughs> if you What's were, the point? If you were getting some illegal drugs, who'd be the last person you'd contact to purchase those illegal drugs? Cops, baby. There you go. Pretty high up on the list. Cops. Um, Gainesville police had to remind people. Hey, Gainesville? That's wow, right. We're so close. Gainesville police had to remind people not to contact police officers when they're trying to score pot. So true. This happened. This really happened. Uh, after a person mistakenly messaged a police officer after they thought they were messaging their dealer. Girl, come on. They texted them. The first message was, hey, do you have bud? I might need some. The officer responded by sending their badge 
and a message that said, I think you have the wrong number. Oh Drugs are bad oh for you. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. And Don't then the, an pers- the person replied by saying, oh, my God, emoji face, big eyes. I'm so sorry. Hmm. I, I'd like how to. Did, that is how did awesome. He accidentally, but is that like his like PO or something? Yeah. Well, first of all, put a fake contact name for your dealer so you have their number stored. True. Yep. He's probably just way too high to do and that. And just put yep. like Frank the Gardener Frank or something oh, low key there. Gar- wow. Parentheses Wait. Gardener. It's like I've done it. Yes. I haven't. I have. Anyways, come on. Think of your alias. Second of all here, I'd like to know if that person was arrested. Because, I mean, this this is showing, you know, this is showing you were trying. To, yeah, exactly. Intend to buy. Uh, because if I was like a guy that was serving time off of a sting operation where they bought some weed from an undercover officer and I saw this store, I'd be like, Come on! How do you know he doesn't want Budweiser or you, Bud Light? You yeah. guys tricked me and sent me to jail. This person actually came to you. That is not cool. Or Bud, somebody. He was looking for Bud, his friend. Air That's true. Air, Air Bud. Air Bud. I need some cuddle time. Wait, what? Guys, it's time. Uh-oh. Stop faking the phone. Are you ready? Let's do it. Here are the two headlines. First headline, 93,000 pound, 93, pounds of Mardi Gras beads found in New Orleans storm drains. Or, drunk woman arrested for shoplifting 21 pounds of Mardi Gras beads, or 12 pounds of Mardi Gras beads from a party city. The, the second one seems too too easy. The 93,000 pounds. Hmm. I like that story too, the number one. Yeah. The first one. All right. We're going with 93,000 pounds is the real Dave story. has steered you in the correct direction Woo! again. Let's go, boys. There we go. So, correct. I'm pretty sure somebody stole 12 pounds of Mardi Gras beads oh, yeah, from Party not City. Today. Nope. That's happened. But in New Orleans, this was this was over a lot of news outlets. They found this uh, out. They were cleaning their gutters. And in those gutters, they found all kinds of debris. And with that, 93,000 pounds That's of crazy. Mardi, That's Mardi Gras beans. amount of... Yeah. They had, in total, 7.2 million pounds of debris in the, uh, in the sewer systems. So... Need to do a little bit better as far as that cleaning. Probably going to hand out a few less beads yeah. this this time around. The last time they did that once. Uh, it cost $22 million for the three-month cleanup really? that they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's and probably been a while. Danny Galloway, who's uh, uh, one of the heads over there at Department of Public Works, said, once you hear a number like that, you never go back. Okay. We have to do better. <laughs> we have to do better. That's right. You do. You do, Danny. All right, guys, before we go to break, birthday suit, are you ready? Yeah, 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 let's do it, man. Here we go. Well, there's a picture of some beads. Anyways. Oh, I thought so, that was our birthday suit wear. Birthday suit. Born January 30th, 1974. Our birthday suit wearer was born in Pembrokeshire, Wales. What? Later on in his life, he has remarked that I was born in Wales, but I'm not Welsh. I'm English. Hmm. Some kind of residual hate for whales. I don't know what that's about. He was interested in acting from a young age. His first acting role was in a commercial for Fabric Softer in 1982. Nice. Hit the big break when he was in a movie, uh, Steven Spielberg's movie, Empire of the Sun. 
Since then, he's played in several landmark movies, including American Psycho, The Machinist, The Dark Knight Trilogy, 310 to Yuma, The the Fighter, and The Big Short. Who is it? Hmm. It's, you know, you know. I I know it's, uh... Justin knows. He's waiting for you to call it, but Justin will call it. it. It's, um... Go Chris, ahead and Chris, call. Oh, yep. Yes. Christian, uh... Finish it off, Justin. Bail! Christian I Bale. you out. There you go. Oh. Nice. nice. Thank Very you, sir. Nice. Yes, Christian Bale. That guy that likes to fluctuate weights Dude, between his, his yeah. between his movies. He's dedicated to. He is. He's dedicated he to the craft. The he he goes in some immersion, uh, immersion acting. Was he the machine the, the one where he like? Was that's skinny where as he. Heck? That's where he lost all the weight. And in American uh, Psycho, he was ripped. Yeah, he was he super was, ripped. Yeah. And then in the Fighter, he was supposed to be uh, addicted to uh, a bunch of drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was also skinny and emaciated. And then in his most recent film that hasn't came out yet, he's uh, quite overweight and bald. Dude, holy yeah. smokes, man. It's rough on the immune system, rough on the endocrine system. Well, who cares when you're making money? But he's he's Christian Bale, and he yells at people during the Terminator filming, if you remember that. that was, he went a little bit nutso on him. But we are going to take a break, guys. We are going to hear from our special guest, guest of honor, Phil Collin. Shred up the guitar with help of Forrest, Debbie, and Rob, and special guest Joe Elliott. This is Delta Deep with Mistreated.
And we are back. Once again, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Check out the show. If you missed any of it, www.docgshow.com. You'll enjoy it. You'll thank us. Yeah, you will. Do it. The 40-some people in ja- uh, Japan that listened last week are thanking us. Yes! Thanks, Japan. Arigato. There you go. Boom. Mr. Robotics. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh man. we just lost them. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Guys, we're bringing it back. Why would you review that? Ooh. That's yes. right. For the listeners new to the show, this is where we find a location, a place somewhere, and we take a look at the reviews from Google and ask, why, oh why, would you take the time to review that? That's right. Guys, we've got the All-Star game coming up pretty soon. That's right. So we're going to take it to that place, the Staples Center. Woo-hoo! Is that where it is? That's where it is this wow. year in big L.A. Time, uh, big time location right there. Exactly, man. You would think, you know... It would be pretty positive for the Staples Center. You been there? Uh, I have not. I mean, I've been outside of it. Me I haven't too. actually, uh, you know, uh, went to a some type event. of festivity event going on there. True. We've got 5,743 reviews of the Staples Center. Overwhelmingly positive. Average score of 4.6. Nice. But, as per usual... 85 one-star reviews. Nice. I bet someone is going to say they were disappointed because they thought it was a really big staple store. Mm. Well, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. That's my gut feeling. What was reviews we have? Well, first, let's go to Joe Prescott. Solid one-star review for Joe. He says, tickets were free. I wouldn't buy tickets to go there. Read between Ooh. the lines. Harsh. Wow. What? All right, I'm going to try to read between the lines, Joe. You wouldn't pay for tickets for an event because you don't really like going there. Wow. Did I read between the lines? Nope. That's Is what, that? That's what I think. Or am I just reading the lines? Because I think you are pretty explicit in your comment. I think he means... Oh. I don't know what he means. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Paul... Paul's got another review, really review, uh, really useful review here. Um, here we go. Would love to go there. Two of my favorite players played there: Irving, Magic Johnson, and Kobe Bryant. Wait, what? All right, all right, Polly. I'm not sure you understand uh, how the star how, system how, works. How it goes. First of all, you should have given it five stars. Second of all, Magic didn't play there. He, he played, played at the, the Forum. Uh, the forum yeah. That's right, not the Stable oh. Center. Coincidentally, that's where our guest of the show today, he'll be playing October 6th with Woo! Def Leppard at the Forum. Sweet. So if you want to give the Prime Forum time. review... Give a review for the forum, not the Staples Center. But thanks. Thanks, Paul. Good review. TJ Tube. That's right, TJ Tube. I'm pretty sure the Virgin Bat, he's writing under a pen name, TJ Tube, because this really seems like a Virgin Bat thing to say. Show me. And it's somewhat along the line of what Dave thought was going to happen. Here's the quote. No staplers. Uh. One star. (laughs) No staplers. You caught me. Touche, TJ. And I think if you go deep enough, there's a stapler somewhere in there. At somebody's desk, there's a stapler. Anyways, Karma Int. Karma E-N-T. 
Ooh. Karma Entertainment. Apparently, when Karma went there to the Staples Center, it was a 1950s horror movie and not the Staples Center. What? Here's her long comment. Here we go. Wow. May 2nd, 2016, there was a major infestation. I don't know how it happened, but as we approached the entry, we noticed there were thousands of bugs flying around. We swatted them left and right. They appeared to be mosquitoes, thousands of them. They covered the windows and the doors. It was absolutely disgusting. Me and my boyfriend reluctantly went inside because he had to print his work ticket out. When we entered, there had to be thousands more flying all over the inside of the store. They were crawling on everything and everyone. I was in a nightmare, not returning. Jeez. Real Man. quick, real quick note, listeners. It's a bad idea to do acid before you go to the Staples Center. Just to let you guys know. Karma, even if these were real bugs, they're not permanent. They're probably gone now. I'd go ahead and say they're gone. You can go back to the Staples Center. Try it again. Give a good review. It's just a experience, man. I, I, feel like I, so. heard of, I feel like this would have made you, yeah. you feel like it would have made news yeah, yeah. exactly like uh, and I looked it up I looked it up around that month I found no news of an infestation of bugs at the Staples Center I couldn't find it anywho guys last sum up statement here Damon Howell here's his last eloquent statement about the Staples Center do it big baller brand wow <laughs> wow that was recent what Damon Despite what Google or LeVar Ball says, LeVar Ball does not own the Staples Center. Nope. This is Staples Center by itself, <laughs> my man. Review the actual center itself, not who goes to games, all right? Thank you. Despite those reviews, I still think people are going to go to the Staples Center. I agree with him, yeah. though. <laughs> well, you and Damon Howell are hanging tight. All right, guys. It's time. We're going to be right back. None other. Phil Collin. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Hey, this Rock Montana. Mucho yellow. And it's rockin' yellow on the Doc G Show. And the trap I do wide open, you know? This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. Welcome back to the Doc G Show, everybody. Our next guest is a certified rock star. He has been lead guitarist for Def Leppard for 36 years, lead guitarist for Man Rays. He is producer of Tesla's new album due out later this year, currently on tour with Joe Satriani on the 2018 G3 tour, and promoting the sophomore album of the terrific blues group Delta Deep. It is none other than Phil Collin. Phil, how's it going? Wonderful, thanks. Really good. Man, you are a busy guy. I got really busy. I got yeah. tired reading all of those things. Yes, I know. We we just had a huge Def Leppard day. You know, we just went digital. So yeah, been, uh, which was you know a big deal for us. It's you can actually stream us, download us now, and uh, you know we held out until till the time was right, and and the time was right for us now. So yeah, that's great as well. There we go, man. So I want to I want to talk about it all, but let's uh, let's talk about Delta Deep first. Sure. Um, all-star studded blues band you guys started back in 2012 and i hear it really started with you and debbie who actually sang at your wedding in 2010 right hmm. yeah yeah she, she'd done a acapella vocal thing and, and you know she's known my wife for, for years and mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, she'd just be around the house and we'd be goofing off and she sings all the time you know she's been singing since she could you know speak mm-hmm. so um you know and i play guitar all the time i'm singing all the time before you know it we're like doing song- songs around the house mm-hmm. you know? and, um, Helen, my wife, said, why don't you try this Muddy Water Blues, you know, uh, Paul Rogers song. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. We've done that. We actually performed it at this place, uh, the Gerson Institute. We've done this uh, kind of a charity thing. And uh, everyone's going, wow, where can, where can we buy this? <laughs> and we're like, wow. So we, we just started writing songs and it went on from there, really. Yeah. Um, we got Forrest Robinson. I'd, I'd known him from, he used to play with India RE. I mean, you know, he's, he's played with everybody. So. Oh, yeah. Joe Sample and the Crusaders, you know, TLC, just mm-hmm. to name a few. And, you know, he grew up in the church in Memphis, so he's got this whole southern thing and this pocket and just great playing. But all, all he really wanted to do was, like, play double kick drum metal. So if you <laughs> combine all of that, you know, that you've got this, you know, super drummer that's yeah. kind of so versed. And um, and that was it. And, you know, we got um, Robert DeLeo, who's a huge disciple of James Jameson, you know, the, oh, yeah. the Motown. And um, and that's when we done the album, and you know, we the live album is, is, is us. We're at the moment Debbie and Forrester out with me, and, and Craig Martini on bass, mm-hmm. who's incredible. You know, I met him at the G4 camp yeah. um, last year, and um, he, he's, he's a crazy player as well. It's amazing. So, all in all, you know, we're just having a blast out on this tour. You know, just getting to play. So, so you guys released the first album on two thousand uh, in two thousand fifteen. Uh, how how was the response to the first album? Uh, it was great, actually. You know, it was uh, number one on the blues chart. Oh no, sorry, number two on the blues chart in, mm-hmm. in on iTunes. So uh, that was cool, and yeah. uh, now, and it's evolved. You know, we done after obviously after we toured and we recorded that. It it, it took on its own sound and, and entity. You know, it was a, a breathing entity, which is really cool. Um, and then now you know craig's out with us it, it kind of changed again a little bit you know it's, it's mm-hmm. got a it's got its own sound and uh and, and the second studio album which we've started already um that'll be probably finished by the end of this year but that, that's okay. you know we've got one song on there that's like a gospel hard rock song if you can imagine that so very yeah. nice well, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that because I mean I know the the current album that's that just came out the East Coast Live uh, that's obviously a live album but I saw on Instagram that you posted uh, Forrest actually doing some of those new drum tracks uh, a couple of months ago and I was wondering right. when that was gonna when we were gonna be hit with a new studio album yeah I think that's gonna be um, yeah towards the end of the year I've got to do it I, I'll, I'll turn my bus into a studio on the Def Leppard <laughs> tour so I'll, I'll do most of it on that very nice well so the east coast live cd obviously recorded live at daryl's house um why did you guys decide to go with the live album um because the 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 sound changed you know Mm -hmm. we recorded the album and it was great the Mm -hmm. first album but once we started playing live it had its own signature at its own sound and uh, we, we were like we have to record we we done the the west coast we yeah. recorded all that uh, and then east coast was a mixture of both uh, but we got it all in one night which was pretty amazing we recorded yeah. every every show but we you know we was in new york we was in philly boston and everything but um dc but that particular one at paul in new york and daryl's house it was just had a vibe to it so we, we decided to release that you know in, in, in the old tradition like you know real live album from a, a, a real live gig i like it man now uh when you're playing delta deep 
Since it's a different feel, do you change anything with your guitar setup from the way it is as far as Def Leppard? No, the guitar is exactly the same, but the amp is totally different. I've been using um, Blackstar. I've, I've kind of customized me this uh, this head. It's like a, mm -hmm. a double, it's a stereo head. It's like 300 watts, and it's, it's based on the ID... 60 or ID 100 head. It's like mm -hmm. a solid state. And I got these uh, two 12s. We're playing Fiettas and it, it just sounds amazing. That was, a, that was the thing. And, and with, with the Delta Deep Live album, I used a little combo, you know, 112 mm -hmm. speaker. So that's that's the only real difference. So other than that, you know, I'm playing you know, PC one Jackson. So yes, it's the same as far as that goes. Very nice. Very nice. Now, right now, obviously, you started the G3 tour. Uh, you guys have one crazy schedule. You got 35 shows in 38 days. Uh, yeah, I've never done that. We're we're on um day six of a six in a row at the moment. Yeah, so this is uh, jeez, is, which is cool because we've got a long drive and I'm sick as a dog at the moment. So <laughs> that, that I'm looking forward to the two days off. Yes. Now he, Joe started uh the G3 tour back in '96 with Steve Vai and Eric Johnson. How did you get linked up? for the 2018 installment of this tour? Um, you know, I'd done the G4 camp with, with, with Joe last year mm -hmm. in Monterey, California, and uh, it went so well. It worked so well. The, the, you know, just a, a slightly different flavor to it, you know? Yeah. And so from then on, you know, that's that's that kind of changed it. And then, you know, Joe asked me to yeah, come along. Very nice, very nice. Now... Uh, you got you 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 have your own section of the uh, concert. Uh, now you'll be doing a lot of Delta Deep stuff during that section, right? Yeah. Very nice. And but, a little instrumental, maybe even some Def Leppard stuff in there. Well, the other night we played LA, and um, <laughs> and it was it was Def Leppard day. We, we got <laughs> Vivian Campbell came down, and we we done Love Bites and Hysteria. Very nice. Did that in the set, which was great. Yeah. Um, I think um. Well, we kick off with a, like a, a jazz fusion classic, a Billy Cobham off the Spectrum album, mm -hmm. is, which is a crazy jazz rock thing. So we, we do that. So it's a little bit of instrument, then we just bring it right down, and, and Debbie comes out. We, we do some like hard, heavy rock blues. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I saw. Uh, so I saw a couple bits of the Seattle show, actually. All right. Uh, yeah, I saw Superstition, and I saw Highway Star, which really looked phenomenal. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Debbie, yeah. Debbie killed those vocals on Highway Star when she came out right? and did that initial scream. I mean, I got chills yeah. going down my back from that. That was uh, that was pretty awesome. Yes! Now to jump ahead uh, of the three, uh, the G three tour in May, you're going on like another tour, like a year and a half tour with Def Leppard, yeah. which is going yeah. like everywhere, right? Yeah, we we're celebrating and promoting the the catalog basically because all of a sudden we've released. You know, we we heard yesterday we had um we have two. Album, like on the, on the iTunes chart, we have like Hysteria's number three, Pyromania's number five, and on the rock chart, we got twenty. We got ten albums in the top twenty. Yeah, man. So that that's crazy. So you know, we we, we have to get out there and and you know, you know, spread the word, really. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know how much you need to spread the word uh, since since it's doing so well, but uh, people will definitely buy the uh, concert tickets. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be yeah. a gonna be a fantastic tour. And speaking of Def Leppard, just uh, also a couple of days ago, 
35th anniversary of Pyromania. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I can't believe it's gone so fast. You know, last <laughs> year was the 30th anniversary of uh, Hysteria. Yeah. And and then here we are, and it's uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I was about to say, man, there's no way that that, that can feel like 35 years ago. No, no way. No, not at all. <laughs> I saw in a recent interview with uh, Nikki Six that you did there, um, you were talking about favorite guitarist. And you said, uh, yeah. you said Jimi Hendrix, uh, yeah. favorite of all time. Would you say you're still most inspired by Hendrix to make yourself a better guitarist? Um, not a guitarist, but as an artist, as a, an artist who plays guitar, I mm-hmm. think, you know that he, he pushed the boundaries. Um, I'm really getting inspired, and and every night on this tour, because John Petrucci and Joe Satriani are insane players. And yeah. It, it's just such a great vibe. I'm, I'm getting inspired by that. But I think with Hendrix, uh, it, it was it was very different. You know, he took all the blues, he took the jazz, the funk, yeah. all, all of the stuff that was coming out of the South and, 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 you know, Chicago blues and just turned it into something else and, and was the first electric rock player. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny with the, the, the guy who does their VIP meet and greets, he, he said, because in the background they was playing a Hendrix album. Mm-hmm. We all walked out, me, John and Joe. And he said, wow, you, you three guys were all nodding your heads to the Hendrix songs. <laughs> you know, it was like, so he's, he's the ultimate rock guitar player. He's the ultimate guitar player, electric guitar player, in, in my for you, actually. Yeah. Well, he's so he's coming out with a, well, not him, but the studio is coming out with a new album never released before in March 8th of Jimi Hendrix. Are you are you I excited to hear uh, hear that um, album? I am. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, when, when I was in this band Girl in England years ago, our management um, were, they used to be part of track records and, and they, they was at The Who mm-hmm. and the Hendrix and stuff like that. And they had a bunch of old stuff floating around that I'd ne- I've never heard and still never heard. And um, that was really cool. You know, yeah. hearing some live Hendrix and stuff I'd never heard before. I'm sure a lot of it's come out already by now, but uh, they, they kind of water it down, unfortunately. So I hope this is going to gonna be some good stuff. You know? Yeah, they, they've released a couple. I think they've released two songs so far. I listened to them. They were, uh, you know, they were obviously amazing. But uh, yeah. I'm interested to hear the whole album. Uh, so yeah. Speaking of new albums coming out, Tesla's got a new album coming out, and you just happen to be the producer. Say what? Yeah, that that's... That's one of the best things I've ever done. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm re- we we done a lot of it on tour. We actually wrote our own rules as we were going along. We done all the guitars on tour, um, some of the writing, but a, a lot of the stuff we we've been getting together. It's a jigsaw puzzle, you mm-hmm. know. And then we done the drums last, drums and lead vocals last. Yeah. So all all the other stuff we went along, and it's it's really diverse, you know. If, if you took the you know Queen. Zeppelin, Aerosmith, ACDC, and the Beatles, and, and juggle it all together. <laughs> what? It kind of sounded like this. How, great. How did they originally choose uh, you as the producer? How did they come about asking you? Well, I've known them for years. I've been, you know, I've toured with them like 30 odd years ago mm-hmm. for the first time. You know, 32 years ago, I, I went on stage with them. Um, and I, I played Brian Wheat a song a couple of years ago. We was going to do it as Delta Deep, you know. Yeah. And, uh, he said, oh, man, that, that sounds like it should be a Tesla song. Can't we do it? And I said, okay, <laughs> you produce it. So I did that, and it was Save That Goodness For Yourself. And <laughs> everyone loved how it came out so much that we um, they asked me to do the album. And then we approached that slightly differently because we had more time and everything. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was great. Very nice. Now, 
Obviously, you've worked with uh, one of the best producers in history in Mutt Lang. Uh, how would you say you tried to, you know, emulate what you learned from him with uh, Tesla? And how would you say you, you differed from what Mutt had done? Um, I totally copied what he taught me, basically, <laughs> because it's um, he's always you know right you know he was yeah. always the, the way it'd, it'd make you listen to things and, mm-hmm. and uh and instead of like everyone goes always oh, a taskmaster no he, he inspired me to do things that i couldn't do you know yeah. like the vocal lines guitar stuff the timing of things and what's cool and what isn't cool you know <laughs> the guitar solos you know you, you have to be able to hum them mm-hmm. otherwise they're irre- irrelevant same thing with drum fills you know if you're playing a drum fill and you lose the and you're playing rock music and you you get too far off the track and and someone's and it's out of context you've lost so Mm -hmm. all of that you know i I learned from mud and you know i applied it to to the tesla thing they they were totally cool you know i basically joined the band really what mutt did with us he was like you know okay i'm in the band now this is i'm, I'm a fifth member and and with, with six, six members yeah with, with mutt you know he was really the the driving force you know he, he had a, a plan and everything and so i kind of did with this one as well you know it was you know one song's you know we done one song that kind of sounds like bread mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's if you can imagine a cross between bread and oasis which is <laughs> bizarre you know you would never never put that in the same thing but that's how it turned out and we're like wow this is great we've got strings on it we got you know a piano on a, on a couple of songs and, and there's a there's an almost gospel thing there's some really stupid hard rock stuff that's over the top and it, it's just a, a blend of everything you know it's great very nice very I, I, well, yeah I wouldn't think of a mix between bread and oasis but I definitely want to hear it that's for sure right <laughs> Well, uh, so the next thing I gotta I gotta ask. I was uh, I, I was I was looking around, you know, and I, I saw a lot of different pictures of you on tour, and I gotta say, you are really ripped for sixty years old, man. You are beating oh, thank you. all of the twenty-five year olds in the game. I mean, what what's the secret? Hmm. Well, most of them drink as well. You know, I stopped <laughs> drinking like thirty years ago. Yeah. Uh, and you know i'm a vegan and yeah not that that has anything to do with it but diet does you know yeah you can eat you can poison yourself and your, your body doesn't react to it and uh you know i constantly work out there's this guy called eric the trainer in la that i've been seeing as well he changed my workout routine mm-hmm. and uh you know it's this primarily so you don't injure yourself you know don't do any joint or, or tendon damage so mm-hmm. we do lighter weights than i used to and and I still do the, the, the you know the kickboxing boxing drills and, and that's training because that kind of keep, keeps you really limber and everything. Yeah. So I think consistency is, is the real thing there. But all these other little things kind of help. You know the non-drinking thing and all of that. It kind of really you know comes into play at some some point. Definitely. Well, I saw. So is I gotta ask if this number's true because I saw uh, four years ago in an interview said you benched 380 uh, pounds at 155 pound body yes. weight. Say what? Absolutely, yeah. I, wow. I got up to that. I, I was doing about, you know, 330 or 340 twice a week. I would do that. And uh, and, and four reps as well, all the way down and everything. Jeez. So, like, so uh, yeah, we got to that. And um, after I had my tendon injury, you know, my um, tendon tore off the bone in, yeah. in 2013. 
I, I kind of stopped doing heavy weights. I was like, ooh, I was, I was just scared. And I stopped doing really aggressive um, left hook pad work as well because I was, I was doing a lot of that. And mm-hmm. that's, I think between the two, it, it didn't really help that. And as, as I'm a guitar player and I need my left hand, I'm like, you know what? Chill out on that a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, I just found something else to do and it still works. Well, hey, 380 is a good number to top out on at 56 years old. That's impressive, man. That it is, is. And, and I absolutely know I would have got to 400 because I, I was, you know, I, I was on the right trajectory. It was like just adding a little bit there. And then, you know, I thought, you know, if I can do four reps like that, I can easily do one rep, you know, at, at four. So, yeah, I was almost there. Well, I mean, you know, there mo- you go. Mo- most athletes, you don't see a, a two times their body weight uh, bench press. That is, I mean, you know, most most professional athletes you don't see that so that's super impressive um thank you yeah going along with the uh, vegan lifestyle though that you brought up i saw two two uh foods that i wanted to ask you about i saw recently on instagram well well, somewhat recently you uh you were enjoying some uh mamie fruit in mexico yeah you said it tasted like birthday cake yeah it looks kind of like if you put a papaya in a in an avocado, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like that, but it tastes like birthday cake. It's crazy. I love it. Well, as and soon as only... as soon as you said that, as soon as you said it was birthday cake, I was like, man, I gotta try this. But this, yes! this actually tastes like birthday cake. I gotta get in on some. You can get it food. in Florida, by the way. It's, oh, it's usually all right. Central America, and the only places in the states you can get it is is Florida. Very so nice. Right. It, it, it thrives in you know. Mexico, Guatemala, and you know, well, stuff like that. You know, Central America. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. All right. Well, I'm in the right state. I need to go find yeah. some then. Jeez. You gotta do it. All right. Uh, the other one that I wanted to ask you about was I saw a video from a couple of years ago, about six years ago, where you ate a ghost chili. What? Yes. That's over a million Scovilles on the Scoville rating scale. Was that the hottest thing you've ever eaten? Hmm. No, I've, I've actually since... And, and you know what? This is really weird. My taste is... I can't do what I used to do, taste-wise. <laughs> I can't... You know, I had this, this Indian meal in, in uh, Vegas, of all places. <laughs> this, this, they, they gave me this hot chop chili. I said, yeah, yeah, I can have that. It ruined my day. I was like laying <laughs> down, holding my stomach and everything. So, yeah, and as, as cool and hardcore as I was then, it's like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like the lifting thing. You, know? like <laughs> you go through these phases, and it's like the hot pepper phase, and it's like, uh-uh. And, and there was, we were in Thailand. There, I did three events that, that were really, really super hard. We were in Thailand once, mm-hmm. just in the in the hotel lobby, and I, they brought me this coconut soup. I think they'd done it on purpose, but it, it blew my head off. And then another time we were in um, Indonesia, and there was these tiny little peppers, and that also blew my head off. And it's, it's like, and, and what's really weird, you know, I used to really enjoy that. And yeah. I, I like it spicy, mm. but I don't enjoy that like I used to. I think, again, you know, you, you get out of these phases for whatever reason. But yeah, that's just kind of cool. You lost the, the high associated with the, the hot stuff there. So. Absolutely, yeah. I got it, man. I, I got to be honest, Phil. Uh, talking to you really makes me feel like I've done nothing in my life. That's a fact. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you just got all of these awesome things. Even the pepper story makes me feel like that, man. But uh, See, I want... Oh, I was going to say, you, you could do that. You could get get a hot pepper. And, I don't know how it's going <laughs> to turn out, but you could do the YouTube thing. And, 
That's, know, it could be a, it could be great or an epic fail, and no one cares. It's great. That's true. I can I can burn my mouth apart and then probably pass out, and a few people on YouTube watch it. It would be okay. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for coming on the show, man. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to see G3 when it comes here to Jacksonville, which will be the 31st in the Florida Theater at 7 p.m. You can check them out at deltadeep.net or on Instagram at deltadeepblues or on Twitter at deltadeep. But whatever you do, make sure you make it down to the Florida Theater on the 31st at 7 p.m. Right now, we're going to hear Black Coffee off East Coast Live by Delta Deep. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show.
And we are back, man. Phil Collin. That guy. Freaking legend. Superman, right? I like how he had that little twist there as far as bringing me up and insulting me at the same time when he told me that I could do the the hot pepper challenge and no one would care. care. Don't worry. No one listens to you. You're unimportant. Seriously. It's fine. You suck. Millions of fans. I was about to say, relative to a guy that sold millions of albums and has Grammys and doesn't have cool... I'm bringing in a hot pepper. And we're gonna. I'm gonna eat it. Say You're gonna watch me eat yes, it. Yes, please. Okay. I don't. It's. Do I'm gonna I will ha- not. But you can. I'm gonna have to work up to a ghost chili, though. It's I not a don't. ghost chili nah. to start off with. Do it's you gonna, like that one chip challenge? It's gonna be like. It's gonna be like a jalapeno, and then like a serrano, and then like a habanero, and then we'll work our way up. So you're just, just trying to put yourself through a lot more pain then. Yeah, that's right. Why? I'm looking to to stay in the bathroom with the most painful uh, visits ever. Ew. Yeah, Anywho, anyways, I can't believe he was on the show. Thank you again to Phil Collin. Fantastic. Fantastic. I will be at his concert tomorrow night. You should be too. G3 Tour. Coming to the old Florida theater. It's going to be very, very good times. Guys, are you ready to finish it up with the birthday suit here? Man, let's do it, man. Here we go. Here we go. Born on January 30th, 1882. So he's... He's not alive anymore, if you guys gathered that. Uh, In Hyde Park, New York, he was born to a family already well-known for one of the members being president of the United States. Our birthday suit wearer went to Harvard College and Columbia Law. Our birthday suit wearer became governor of New York, 29 to 33, 1929 to 1933. Then he became the 32nd president of the United States and served 12 years in the position. He died in his fourth term as president. Who was this? It's the only president to ever do it, man. There it is. FDR, baby. Boom. (laughs) FDR. Screw you, polio. I'll tell you, he seems to be a recurring... Role. He has yeah. a recurring role on our show. You keep FDR. Him up. I think well, I mean, I a secret obsession. I can't help it. It's it's like it's Phil Collins. It was his birthday, yeah. man. FDR, probably. I mean, arguably one of the the most important presidents of uh, in American history. Yeah. Took us through the Great Depression. Took us through World War II. Wowzers. He was a nanny. And he and 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 he didn't. He, and he and he couldn't fully walk because of that darned polio. Screw polio. I know, right? Yeah. Well, guys. Happy birthday to FDR. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Guys, it's been a tremendous Tuesday show. That's right, Tuesday, not Wednesday. Don't try to adjust your calendars, everyone. Make sure you go out to the Florida Theater to see Phil Collin and Joe Satriani. And guess what, guys? No surprise, we've got some great guests in the coming weeks. Yeah, we do. Next week, we've got Reverend Sean Amos, fantastic blues artist. Fun fact about Sean, his dad, really the guy that made Famous, famous Amos, Amos Cook. Yep, mm-hmm. Really the guy that made what? Famous Amos Cook. Wow. That's right. Fun fact there. Also, the week after that, uh, the week after that, we've got Rich Cho, general oh, manager right. of the Charlotte Hornets, coming in to talk food and to talk the All-Star game and so talk sick. a little ball. It's going to be a good Dang. time, guys. Very exciting. Very exciting. But until then, we're going to have to wrap this show up. I've been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Dave, Burley Man, Berlin, whoop, whoop. and Justin, Virgin Bath. <laughs>
Evangelista. I'm here. He is here, and we are gone. It's the end of the show, guys. Until next week, zip it up and zip it out.